0: Merriam-Webster defines moment as a minute portion or point of time, importance and influence or effect. I would add that these specific points of time have the power to change our entire lives, beginning with our perspectives, their experiences, relationships, losses, transitions, and conversations. Conversations just like the one we're about to have right now. This is Moments, the podcast. Hey y'all, hey. Welcome to this bonus moment. No, I had no intentions on dropping two moments back to back, but I felt like it was necessary for me to come on and say what I needed to say. It's Father's Day, and in the midst of scrolling through the posts on social media that range from how amazing people's fathers are to the unnecessary shout-outs to single mothers— stop that. To emotions of anger or grieving from those whose fathers were either never there or are no longer here. I found myself feeling some sort of way. I won't lie, this isn't the first time I felt it. I felt this way on Father's Day for the last couple of years. I've written about it before, added to the list of books I'll probably never publish. I've spoken on it before, likely in rooms that some of you guys will never be in. But I didn't want to miss the opportunity to address it again, using the gift of this platform to say it to the world. It's Father's Day, and if on no other day, I must admit today that I'm a statistic. The relationship I have with my father today is one I used to only dream of as a little girl. Born the only child, people would often assume and some would outright ask me, oh, you must be daddy's little girl then. To which, depending on how old I was or who had influenced me that day, I would respond with some sort of, nah, not really. But at that point in time, it was my truth. He wasn't always physically present for my birthdays. He missed a lot of Christmas mornings as I opened more gifts than I can recall. And when I graduated from college, one of the most memorable statements he made to me was, don't come back home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a statistic. I'm one of the 2.5 million Black children who grew up all 36 years of my life with my father. Oh, you weren't ready for that shift, were you? Hear me, and hear me well, kings and queens. My father has been, always will be, and continues in this moment to be present in my life. And he, like so many other fathers who do what they do because it's who they are, deserves to be celebrated. He deserves to be honored. He deserves to be known, not just on Father's Day, but every day. Now, I know you're probably wondering, okay, Miranda, well, if he was so great, where'd your emotional intro just come from? You just told us you weren't daddy's little girl. You just told us he missed Christmases and birthdays. And you told us he told you not to come home after you graduated from college. How was he so amazing if that was your truth? I'm so very glad you asked. My daddy didn't work traditional hours. Even when he left home with a suit on, he wasn't going to your traditional office either. Because his office was a stage My daddy's office was the world. My daddy is an amazingly talented musician, formally educated in music education and performance. And his career as a musician and a band manager afforded him the opportunity to travel the entire world. He has met more people than you're ever going to even see on social media. There are no holidays in the music industry. In fact, holiday seasons often meant more opportunities for gigs. And did I mention that I'm a summer baby? Yeah, July 12th. You know what summer brings? Music festivals and other opportunities for my daddy to take care of his family. I didn't have to wonder if seeing the world was only a dream. My daddy lived the dream. My daddy is the personification of the dream. So while, yeah, he missed being present for opening gifts, my daddy's presence everywhere else in my life was always a gift. He was at every band concert, every basketball game, every volleyball game, every graduation. He taught me how to ride my bike and how to rollerblade. He pushed me to pursue education and higher education. He walked me down the aisle of my wedding He was at the birth of both of my boys. He was the first person I told I was getting a divorce and the influential voice that told me I would still be okay after the divorce was over. What a shame I missed out on so much more of what I could have had because I couldn't get beyond my perceived reality. Billy Graham said a good father is one of the most unsung, unpraised, unnoticed, and yet one of the most valuable assets in our society. Unfortunately, I can't say that I never contributed to that truth, but I can say that I commit to changing it. I commit to acknowledging the influence that fathers have in our lives I commit to stopping conversations where we shade and discredit fathers and their relationships with their children simply because the relationships with their mothers didn't work out. I commit to loving on and celebrating and noticing the efforts that men, biological fathers, bonus fathers, adoptive fathers, and father figures put into the lives of children every day. And I commit to celebrating and sharing the stories of how my daddy, shape the excellence that you now hear. Proving the power of a father and the life of a child is truly unmatched. Too often we're focused on the wrong statistic. We highlight the wrong details and we celebrate the right people at the wrong times. Not today. Not anymore. Sometimes we don't recognize that things need to change until somebody literally says it to us. Well, I just said it to you. While we're out here demanding our other lists of changes, let's add the way we see and celebrate fathers to it. It's time to change the way we celebrate fathers. It's time to change the narratives around co-parenting. It's time to acknowledge the work and the effort that dads put in every single day, only to be overshadowed or underacknowledged. I wasn't exempt from this error. You heard how easy it was for me to point out my daddy's flaws, but I'm willing to admit it, and I'm willing to fix it. Oh, and while I'm admitting and fixing stuff, let me circle back to address my dad's comments about not coming back home after graduation. It came in the midst of an email that he'd sent me the weekend after my graduation from the University of Illinois. An email that I still have, dated May 18, 2005. That email started with, I was so proud of you this past weekend. All of the hard work and dedication that you have put in over the past four years is about to pay off for you. He went on to explain how he didn't want anything, including me being at home, to distract me from reaching my goals. He spoke about how I had matured and settled into becoming Miranda. I was becoming before Michelle Obama was becoming. And my daddy saw that. And he ended it by saying, Remember, you can talk to me about anything. I'm not always going to say what you want to hear, but I would never intentionally give you any bad advice. With more love than you may ever know, dad. As I bring this moment to a close, I feel it necessary to give my dad the Father's Day card that Hallmark could never quite write. It may not rhyme. Or come on overpriced cardstock, but it encompasses the words that he has always deserved but hasn't nearly gotten to hear as often as he should have. Dad, if being a parent has taught me anything, it's taught me that parenting doesn't come with an instruction manual. And even if it did, your kid could find a way to make sure you lost a screw or 12. It's easy for people to say what they think their parents should have done better. But as great as I'd like to believe I turned out, I have to be honest in this moment and say that it was me that probably should have done better. For years, I allowed you to live in the shadow of others, in comparison of others, and under the opinions of others. All the while, you were always pushing me to be in the spotlight. I was too selfish to want to share you with anyone else, and I was too blind to see how unappreciative I was of all that you have constantly given and offered to me. I truly have what so many people only wish they'd had in a father. You've always showed up. You've always supported me. And you've always loved me, just as I was. I was wrong when I would say I wasn't daddy's little girl back then. Because the more I look back over the memories that we've shared, the more I realize you made sure I was always your little girl, even if I didn't always make sure to give you the honor and celebration that you deserved as my daddy. And I'm sorry. Thank you for never giving up on me, for always living up to your promises, and for proving even today that there really is nothing that I can't talk to you about. I'm so glad that you and I have fixed what I had unconsciously torn up for so long. I'm grateful to be able to have all that we have now together. And it may have taken me a bit longer than some to recognize it, but truer words have never been spoken. When I am at my best, I am my father's daughter. Thank you for setting the bar high, for reminding me that I'm never average and never have to accept mediocrity and for being the example worth following. Happy Father's Day, Daddy, today and every day with more love than you may ever know. Forever, Daddy's Little Girl. Thank you for listening to another casual conversation over whatever is in this coffee cup. Powerful enough to push you, controversial enough to challenge you, and short enough to leave you thirsting for more. These are Moments with Miranda Chanel, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share Moments, the podcast, on your favorite podcast streaming network. And connect with me live via Facebook or Instagram, at Moments with Miranda. Until we meet again, be amazing, kings and queens. The world needs you.